Hi, this is Ron Darling with SNY TV. Um, you know me from covering the Mets, and uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. I had a great time. I hope you do, too. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Mets Musings is an unofficial, independent podcast covering New York's National League Baseball team. It is not affiliated in any way with Major League Baseball or the New York Mets. This is Len and Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and, and what's, what's going, going down, down on the farm. farm. It's, it's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Mets Musings. Took a couple of weeks off because there's nothing going on. The Mets still don't have a manager. They're still looking for a manager. Um, not crazy about any of the choices, but we keep hearing other names get thrown into the mix. They're on round three. Round three of interviews. And so we have Derek Shelton getting a third interview. Uh, Tim Bogar. Eduardo Perez, Carlos Beltran are all receiving third interviews, according to Andy Martino. Pat Murphy, the bench coach of Milwaukee Brewers, who was the so-called mystery candidate, he'll be getting, he's had already had multiple interviews. He'll be getting maybe a third interview. And now today it comes out to Tony DeFrancesco has interviewed for the Mets managerial opening and could still be in the mix. DeFrancisco has been the Mets AAA manager since 2018. Uh, that was in Vegas and, and moved with them to uh, Syracuse last year. He had a stint as the Astros interim manager in 2012, and he went 16-25 and 25 during a season where the Astros finished at 55 and 107. He is 56 years old. He started his manager career in 1994. Has also coached in the majors with the Athletics as a third base coach in 2010. Uh, AAA manager for Fresno from 215 to 217. And won the Baseball America Minor League Manager of the Year Award in 2015. Not a sexy choice, but... He does have experience, and he does know some of uh, the players. After having a couple of them the last two years in uh, Las Vegas and Syracuse. So, the wheel keeps on turning. Nobody has an idea what they're looking for. I hope the Mets do. 
but as far as the reporters and everything and the fans, nobody has an idea what direction the Mets are looking to go into. It's kind of nuts in a way. It's kind of disheartening in a way and a little scary, but, um, you know, they still got time. Winter meetings aren't until December, so I guess they have, you know, they still got time. I'm wondering if the um, if they're being thorough or are they waiting for somebody till the World Series is over, though Tim Bogart has been interviewed. He's in the World Series with the Washington Nationals. So I don't know what aspect of... Of that, have they made a decision or that, or are they just stymied and, and can't come to a decision? Maybe they've had a lot of good interviews, but nobody's lit up the room like Art Howe did a number of years ago. <laughs> I remember that. Art Howe lighting up a room. He must have had a flashlight with him. Um, but so we still wait. And all we hear is about these interviews and the continued interviewing of candidates. And uh, Joe Girardi's out. He's going to manage the Phillies. David Ross is going to man- manage the Cubs. Joe Madden is going to manage the California Angels. Jace Tingler is going to manage the San Diego Padres. So, really, who's left now? The Mets and the Pirates have not named a manager. I think those are the only... Am I missing somebody? Somebody will write me and let me know. But, um, yeah, that's it, you know. We sit and wait for the upcoming postseason awards and the winter meetings and to see where where we start going to build this team again. And congratulations to Mickey Calloway. He's joining the Angels as the team's next pitching coach. Um, he was the Angels pitching coach from 2013 to 2017. He's going to, you know, he's going to do a good job there. He was a good pitching coach. Again, my estimation, he got thrown to the wolves, he was in over his head, and nobody really helped him. And I think they set him up to to fail. And, you know, in a, in a strong way, he didn't fail. I know he made a lot of questionable decisions, but he didn't prove the team this year and brought them over 500. So, um you know, I <laughs> you can say what you will, but uh, he did a a worthwhile job to at least be brought back. But they decided uh, they decided no, not to bring him back, and and that's look, that's their prerogative, but. This uh, roller coaster that they've got us riding on again is a little crazy, but we shall see. You know, I mean, what what else are you going to do? Uh, it has been very quiet, 
couple of things that have come out, though, that are, are just not right is that the Mets are not renewing the contract of Brooklyn Cyclones manager Edgardo Alfonso. He will remain with the team as a club ambassador, but the guy just won a championship. I don't understand this move at all. Now, I think it would have came out if Alfonso had said, I don't want to manage anymore. And he said he was not crazy about it, but he did like working with the younger players. So, had he come out and said, look, I, you know, there was one report that said he went to the Mets and said this is his, before the season, he says this is his last year managing. If that was the case, then okay. But that should have came out. This looks like they just fired him. And it looks bad because he won a championship. Um, it just looks bad. And they've yet to name a replacement. They don't have to worry about that much until spring training. But, uh, you know, Brooklyn's a very viable podcast. Jeez, uh, 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 um, Louise, Gary get it together, is is a very viable franchise. And, of course, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's got to do with all of this talk about minor league contracting, and uh, you can look that up. I, I It's very difficult to understand, but they want to contract some of the teams and move the draft back to the end of summer, which would effectively kill the short season teams now my guess is that the uh, cyclones which is such a successful franchise would move to uh, more of a full season team such as a high a or or uh the low a league um if this this all went through but that's that's some story for another day uh but Maybe they were planning on that and Alfonso wouldn't want to manage the whole year. I don't know. It just looks, just does it smells, you know? It it doesn't look right. And it, it there's a, it's one of those things where you hold your nose and you say, well, what's that all about? Is this Van Wagenen trying to, you know, exert his power? Um, because Alfonso was an Alderson guy, and and yes, the Mets do hire the managers. They own the Brooklyn Cyclones, and they do hire and fire the managers there and the coaches. So don't don't, and they tell them what to do. Um, but it it just oh, it stinks. It just I don't know. It just doesn't smell right to me. And uh, it it was not the right thing to do. And once again, the Mets organization screws up for whatever reason. No explanation for the move. Um, I don't know. It's just not right. Just I, you know, what does a guy got to do? He won his division. He won the championship of the league. Okay, it's the New York Penn League. People say, well, it's only a minor league thing. But 
you know what? That's you create winners that way. He taught those guys how to win. Um, so I don't know. I I I just think it's bad. It stinks, and and uh, but what are you gonna do? Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Some other little things going on with the Mets, and uh, it'll be a quick show tonight. Though. Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. Please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shoftal, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at baseballpodcast.net. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. Okay, we're back, and uh, Mets infield prospect Andres Jimenez took home the 2019 Arizona Fall League batting title, finishing with a 371 average in 18 games played. The 21-year-old finished 10 points ahead of Phillies third base Alec Bohm, the 34th prospect in all of baseball, according to MLB Pipeline. MLB Pipeline's top 100 100 prospects list has Jimenez as number 92 behind fellow Mets prospect Brett Beatty and Ronnie Mauricio. Uh, Ronnie Mauricio's 80, Beatty is well, Batty is at 81. So, uh, congratulations, Andres Jimenez, who is a shortstop and looks like he's knocking on the door, but he's blocked. He's a shortstop, he can play second base. Where are you going to play him? You got Rosario. And the stiff at second. Uh, I mean, you got Cano. Now, God, they got to try to move Cano. If I was the owner, you know what? I'd suck it up. I'd pay him the money and just say goodbye. I'd release him. I know it's a lot of money, but, man. If you got the buckaroos, you got you can't keep this kid down. If this kid's going to st- start hitting now, they were always worried about his hitting. His glove was not a problem. Or maybe they should reconsider moving Rosario. To, I know Rosario had a great second half with the glove and the bat and everything. And it, but for a while, it was talk of moving him to center field. If you remember, maybe they ought to revisit that. Or maybe they got to consider moving 
Rosario the third, and let Jimenez take over at short. He's twenty one. Could you imagine having a left side in the infield, twenty one and twenty three, or whatever? Rosario's twenty four. I mean, wow. Or even up the middle at that age. Move McNeil the third. Wow. That would be a decent infield. Alonzo and Young. Alonzo was 24-25 at first. You'd have Jimenez at second at 21. Rosario, 22-23, whatever he is, at short. And what's McNeil, 27 at third base? I like it. I like it. That's a tight infield, too, boy. Good defense right up the middle. Not going to happen because we get that stiff that we're paying an enormous amount of money to. That's just a waste. Just a waste. I'm sorry. It was one of the worst trades, if not the worst trades in Mets history. Sorry to say, but that's that's my opinion. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree at all, but um, that's what I'm saying. Um, we spoke about Andres Jimenez in Arizona Fall League. Some other guys that had good Fall Leagues was Jordan Humphreys, pitcher. He continued to impress in the AFL, Arizona Fall League. Patrick Mazika, a catcher slash first baseman, uh, also started uh, started slowly, came out at the end, was starting to hit a little bit. And, of course, Jimenez was the big, uh, the big guy in the Arizona Fall League for the Mets, uh, winning that batting title. So, Congratulations to all those guys. You know, there are there is some talent. Unfortunately, there's no outfield talent. And that's when you've got to take one of these guys and convert them. Maybe they should look at him and as for center field. You know, Lagaris came up as a shortstop and they converted him to the uh to center field. But it's got to be done in the minors. That's when it's got to get done. That's when you want to do it. And congratulations to Pete Alonzo. He got the uh, Baseball America, I believe it was, Rookie of the Year, the Baseball Writers Association, we're still waiting on them. Uh, that will come sometime in November, early November, along with the Cy Young. All of the Baseball Writer Awards will be coming out then. Um, pretty sure he's going to get that as well. If not unanimous, it should be. Uh, had just an awesome year. and uh, But... He got uh, the Baseball America Rookie of the Year, so that's a start down the road 
to uh, his stardom, and, and let's hope he can have, uh, you know, at least another great year. Not, uh, you know, will he ever have a year like that again? Who knows? He may. Um, my guess is it's going to be tough to repeat this year. But, you know, if he can come fairly close to it, we will be happy. Yes, sir. Okay, um, let's see. No unknown mystery candidates uh, for the Mets job other than DeFrancesco. Nothing's come out in the last couple of minutes. Uh, nobody's been hired. No, I don't think it's going to be David Wright. So don't uh, don't even think about that. Um, you know, it depends upon who you read. Last week it was Carlos Beltran was the top man. Now Eduardo Perez uh, and uh, another report says Tim Bogar is uh, highly considered. So who knows? Um, if that's the case, why are they interviewing DeFrancisco? You know, why are they bringing his, him out all of a sudden out of the shadows? Uh, maybe to just throw another uh, monkey wrench into the whole thing uh, to confuse everybody, but who knows? I, I, I certainly don't know, and I'm sure... Um, I'm not even sure Brody Van Wagenen knows what the heck he's doing, but let's hope he does because uh, otherwise it's going to be another, it's going to be a long summer and it's going to be a long winter anyway, but uh, let's hope he figures it out. All right. I don't know where else to go with this. Uh, I, I think I got everything out there, everything I wanted to say, everything that's news items, newsworthy. So I'm just going to end the show and I'm going to end it. Like I always undid, I'm going to thank you folks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. That helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners. And until next time. And by the way, the QBC is uh, uh, has announced the date of January 18th. Um, We'll have more on that. I'm going to try to get the organizers or at least somebody from uh, one of the organizers on the show. So be tuned in for that. It's a great event, the Queens Baseball Conference. Uh, conference. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and QBC, every year, terrific. Went last year. It's worth the, uh, the price of admission. And one other piece of news. There is a, an exhibit at the Morris Jumel Mansion in New York City, 65 Jumel Terrace, New York, New York, located in Roger Morris Park, that celebrates the Polo Grounds. It's called Home Plate, a celebration of the Polo Grounds, the Mets' first home field. So go check that out at the Morris Jumel Mansion. Contact them, look at them, look for them online for the schedule, uh, the time schedule and all of that. But it's a uh, worthwhile thing, a home plate, a celebration of the Polo Grounds, the Mets' first home, and uh, so many other things. The New York Giants played there. All of the, uh, the football teams, the baseball teams, everybody played there at one point in time. So go check it out at the Morris Jamal Mansion. Okay, so until next time, remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. I'll see you next time with another edition of Mets Music.